Hello, loves, it's Pleasance. Today I'm jumping on to remind you of the three S's. If you love this podcast and you love these conversations and teachings, I invite you to keep us supported by sharing, sharing the episode, sharing with a friend, sharing with your mom or your sister, sharing with a coworker subscribing. So subscribe to the podcast and please rate it. Please write a little review or a little rating. That stuff matters to people when they're looking on and they're trying to see if people are, um, you know, have integrity and are relatable and the teachings are helpful. So share it, subscribe to it, and then support us. So right on the anchor page, um, uh, soulfulselfcaresessions.com. You can find it at littleohm.com. You can find it right on the Anchor app, A-N-C-H-O-R. You can grab that app in the app store and listen to lots of wonderful podcasts through the Anchor app. Um, and we have a support this podcast link right there and you can donate. Um, all donations are deeply appreciated. Creative work and teaching and sharing healing is my life's work and I deeply appreciate any amount that you contribute um, to keep this going. So share, subscribe, and support. Hello, friends. All right. This episode has been in the works for a long time. Today, we are going to talk about journaling. All right. Here's the deal. Journaling. It's awesome. Why is it awesome? Because it helps you process, digest, dream, engage, Uh, have anger, experience emotions, go up, go down, watch patterns, watch habits, see your own growth. I mean, guys, it's really the bomb. It's the thing uh, that can really, really, really give you an insight into your relationships, into your stories, into your nonsense. Um, And I love journaling. So let's talk about some like strategic trip tricks like little um uh sorry I'm taking I took notes and for some reason I can't get them open um basics ready number one uh find pens and notebooks that you love really simple go somewhere get grab some they don't have to be expensive um and find pens and notebooks that you love I have a collection of um, small notebooks, like little pocket ones that I keep in my purse. So step or strategy number one is get stuff that you love, that you want to write in, that makes your 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 heart happy, I'd say. Mm. And number two is keep them close. So that means there's one next to my bed, There's one in my purse, there's one in my office, 
Um, I keep my purse downstairs on the dining room table. And so the one that's in my purse is the one that I write in in the morning. Okay. So I have, I have these little journals in a variety of places. Why? Because I am lazy in a lot of ways. And I know that if I'm getting in bed, but I'm, I need to journal about my day or I want to do a gratitude post or I'm feeling angry with Mel about something and I want to journal about it that I need to have it closed because I won't get up and then I've got all those thoughts with me all night. Or same thing in the morning, if I'm already downstairs doing my morning practice and the journal's not there, I know that I won't get up and go get it from next to the bed because... I know myself and that's how it is. So keep them close while you are getting in the habit of journaling. Um, So get stuff you love, keep them close. And then the other thing I would say is have ideas. So in Little Ohm Life Academy, in Little Ohm Thrive and Thrive Squared, this thing that we're building that's called the Little Ohm Life Academy, um, we have a list of journaling prompts that we share with people to really help them get started, get moving, um, to get their brain thinking, uh, and their questions like, what magic will I find today? Um, where did I find love today? Where, what am I grateful for? What am I appreciating? So in all the stuff that I'm teaching, there's a lot of layers, a lot of different morning practices have different ways to start the day, but they're all really high vibey inspirational like questions and reflections. Also, side note, anything I say about morning practices are the same for evening practices. So that same list for daily journaling can be part of your morning practice or your evening practice. If you want a copy of those questions, I'm happy to share them with you. Just email me and I'll shoot them over to you, okay? So they're just basics. It's like pulling together a bunch of different schools of thought and visualizing. What do I want to see happen today? What am I going to look for today? We're trying to rewire the brain for positivity. We're trying to help it see um, our beautiful, abundant lives. If you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure you're going through your own challenges and struggles and and some level of suffering or pain or um, challenge or complexity or discomfort. And you also have a lot of really beautiful things in your life. How do I know this? Because this is the human experience. We all have this. We all have some stuff that we're chewing on, that we're thinking about, and we all have things that are going well, okay? So we all have both and we can start to see the world that way. Um, That's what's really the basics of positive psych and flourishing are, is that we can actually, and Buddhism and uh, so many of these fields that we talk about and study. So what I'm saying to you is find some things. Now here's the tip on it. Um, I staple that, the sheet that I was telling you about that has all the questions, I staple it um, to, hold on, I'm actually gonna pull up my question sheet here so I can read it to you. Um, I staple it to the front of the notebook, the main one that I write in every morning downstairs. And then that way I've got them right there. Or there's an abundance mantra from Law of Attraction, which you can Google and look up. Also, these are all things that I teach in my programs and courses. So if this feels really interesting to you, come join us. Um, Anyway, so success mantra uh, is part of the big leap in Gay Hendricks' work. 
And the um, abundance mantra is part of law of attraction. So you can look those up and those are wonderful ways. Those are morning affirmations and mantras that can help you, again, tune into and reflect how are you feeling? How are the areas of your life? And what are you noticing about them? And again, the, the, the types of questions that you're asking are, um, <coughs> are the ones that are helping you start to think about this. Oh, what's happening in my life? What's happening in this area? And if you're going to go through the success mantra or the abundance mantra and say like, I am whole, I am peaceful, I am happy. And you feel like a little tingling in your belly and you're like, whoa, I'm not actually feeling happy. Ding, ding, ding. This is information, right? This is a way you can start to say, whoa, I'm really, something else is going on and I need to figure out how to get back into alignment. Listen, it's nobody else's job. Nobody else is going to, you know, say to you, hey, I noticed you're out of alignment and you need to get back in alignment. Or I noticed that you're, um, you know, nobody else can do your work for you. And so having these daily practices where you're checking in with your social, emotional, physical, uh, all of your needs, like from the holistic self-care practices, it's, come on, it's really, really awesome, okay? And such a gift to your families, to your children, to your coworkers, to the work you do. Like this is really wake up, smell the coffee of your life and journaling is a way in. Now, I wanna give, I'm looking for the journaling question still while I'm talking to you, so I have not forgotten. I wanna give you a little bit of a warning and that is if you are someone who is journaling over and over and over every day, the stories of your life and the stories about other people and all the things they did wrong to you or you're a victim or some kind of, of pain or suffering that's going on and on and on and you're not getting outside professional support, therapy or talking with your partner. Maybe you just had a grief or a loss or a death and you're really processing, so you're not in that state, but you're literally just spinning out the same ideas over and over, that is not the kind of intentional healing journaling I'm talking about, okay? So I want you, if you're saying, oh, I am a journaler and I've been doing it a long time, I want you to look through those pages. Do you see hope? Do you see growth? Do you see reflection? Do you see personal responsibility? Because at the end of the day, all of this is about personal responsibility. All of this is about saying, how do I show up in my life? How am I awake to what's real and not real? And, and what I mean by that is like the actual truth. So if you are being verbally abusive or abused and you're hiding it, it's going to come out in some of this deeper work. Um, that you're kind of digging into. So are there things you need to get more support and help for? Is that what you're seeing? If you're not sure, you could always go to a, in Thrive, we have accountability partners. So maybe you have someone in your life and you could say, hey, could you um, talk to me about this? Could you look at this with me? Because um, I think that, um, I might be spinning out some of the same stories. Could you help me sit down and look at some of these notes and share what you're comfortable with in terms of like, hey, um, am I 
growing? Am I evolving? Am I changing? Am I developing? Am I transforming? Am I learning about myself? Self-awareness. Or am I just perpetuating stories and issues over and over and over? So look carefully. When I look back, okay, before I learned how to do intentional journaling with healing and this law of attraction and and deep soul dharma work in yoga, the yoga tradition, we talk about the four desires. So there's all these pathways to soul work. If you look at my earlier journals, yes, I was a journaler. However, page after page is like, I ate this. I feel fat. So-and-so sucks. I smoked too much last night. I drank too much yesterday. I feel fat. So-and-so did this to me. So-and-so did that to me. So-and-so. It's like a narrative and I'm stuck. It's like book after book says the same baloney. And and listen, I can call it baloney because it was my life, but it was the same blame. It was I was blaming everyone else for all the stuff that was happening to me. I was blaming the friends. I was blaming the family. I was blaming the conditions. I was blaming my history, my childhood, the school, blah, blah, blah. And this went on for years. Now, if you look at these journals from the past five years, what you would see is a person who is learning who she is, what she stands for, what she wants to do in the world, and how amazing life can be. Okay, so you can really see over a 10, 20 year period, the difference as I learned more of these tools and techniques in the content and the depth of the post. Now, I will admit that my recent posts the past, especially since I would say probably the past two, three years, are kind of snoozy in some ways because there will be pain and sorrow and and challenge and tragedy, but there's so much awe and wonder and joy because I am wide awake, especially now that I'm so very sober, um, wide awake to this preciousness of life. I think it also has to be with turning 40 and having more friends pass away, being really aware. Like I know that this could be my last day and every day I wake up with just a deep appreciation for the choices I've made, the work that I've done, the risks that I've taken, and the fear that I just face every day in doing this work, showing up, writing, sharing, teaching, scaring myself, stretching myself, and being fully human is um, exactly what I was here and I am here to do. So I encourage all of you guys to have that same kind of level of interest and motivation in your patterns and habits because I know that if today were the last day and you guys were to find these journals or Mel or Sailor or my mom or anyone, you would say, wow, this person is really uh, asking questions, taking action, using these, these, this excitement of creating and dreaming and in law of attraction, we call it scripting to create the life that she wants. And the bottom line is I already have everything I need and I always have and I always will and especially when I see it that way and living from the inside out living from abundance instead of scarcity this is where I see it the most is in my journaling practice okay soulful self-care daily journal questions grab your notebook so you guys can write these down what magic will happen today what do I want to bring to my life today Where do I find joy? 
What am I learning? What do I want more of in my life? How can I offer peace today? How can I give love today? How can I serve today? What core desired feelings do I have? And where do they show up in my life? What do I need to let go of today? How can I mother or nourish myself today? And did, will I do something I love today? So this collection, the Soulful Self-Care Daily Journal questions, um, these are, uh, again, from a bunch of schools. In these questions, I see Ayurveda, I see Law of Attraction, I see uh, positive psychology. I just see a lot of different, uh, I see mindset, growth mindset work. So there's lots of um, uh, different schools in that list of questions that I put together for my thrivers. Okay. So hold on. I want to go through some of these questions. Here we go. Specific, specific questions. Uh, a thriver asked how to journal best practices. I just gave you a bunch of tips and tricks, uh, just to get started. Um, other thing I want to say on that, someone just asked me this week in thrive is, um, should I read the artist's way or just open a notebook and start writing? And what I would say is I think just ta- start taking action. Just start writing. Just start being with your journal. Just start keeping it close. Just start the habit of journaling will help you determine, um, like you might start your journaling practice, say you're always going to do it Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6.30 a.m., right? So you're starting with something small. You're starting with something tangible. You're starting with something you can be successful at. Tuesdays and Thursdays, 6.30 a.m., and you're going to journal for 15 minutes. So you open your journal and you find, whoa, I'm journaling. I am not even, I don't even need those prompts. I have so much to say. That's one way of looking at it. You might open that journal for those two, you know, say you're going to start for a month, two weeks, three weeks, a month, and say, wow, this is really challenging for me. I don't feel like I have anything to say. Maybe I need a little bit of inspiration. That's when you can bring in the artist's way or any of these other gratitude journals or five-minute journals or have a journal that has a prompt. All of you are different. So it's not a one-size-fits-all. This is what I want you to do. Go have your own experience with it. And then once you have some data, come back to me and we can talk about it. I can do another follow-up episode, but it's very challenging. This is the same for any of the habits that we teach in Thrive or the habits that you might be wanting to bring into your life, like getting up early or going to the gym or meditating is like you, it's really hard to know what works for you unless you're actually doing it. So then you can say, oh, here's what I notice is working for me or not working for me. So I really want you just to start diving in and see what's under the surface, especially those of you who are very resistant. What is under there? What are you afraid of? So best practices are different for everybody. I don't know what your goals are with it. I don't know, is it more therapeutic? Do you just need a place to put your thoughts? Do you want to write poetry? Do you want to do some dreaming for your life? That's what I love to do. Um, so there's a lot, best practices really depends on why you're doing it and what the purpose is. And maybe you don't have a purpose. Maybe you're just interested in starting a journaling practice and that's okay too. Um, what to do with your journal and writing after the fact, not how to do it, but how to use it. I don't know that I understand that question fully. I think 
One of the things that I do is I have every 90 days in my calendar, it says review last journal. So I review the past six months journaling and I just look and look for the patterns. I look for what are the goals that may have come true. I look for the things that maybe I still want to work on or I forgot on or something that was really hard six months ago that now doesn't seem so hard. So I just like reading through um, the past six months. It really helps bring some clarity, awareness, sometimes lightness, sometimes emotions, kind of depends on what's been going on. Um, okay. Specific questions. What if you feel like you have nothing to say? I don't believe that. Um, I, I mean, I, I mean not, I don't believe it. I don't, I believe everyone has something to say. I believe our stories are beautiful. I believe prompts and writing from the heart and the soul are there is therapeutic. And I think sharing our stories and our memories and sharing our lives is so important. So what if you feel like you have nothing to say? I would say start with that, like start with writing. I feel like I have nothing to say, but here's something I notice or have that list of prompts or um, give yourself some prompts. There's tons of resources online for journaling and prompts. There's like things you can sign up for where it'll send you a prompt in your email every day. We're about to go into November where there's the National Novel Writing Month where people write thousands of words in the month and get their novel done. So there's lots of resources if you're looking for it and you're actually trying to uh, figure it out. In in, uh, Julia Cameron and Natalie Goldberg did this beautiful talk uh, that I listened to an audible about the writer's life. And she said, what if you feel like you have nothing to say? Someone in the audience asked, and they said, then you literally write that over. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say until something that you, something underneath all of that comes through. So you might have some days where you're just repeating words and that feels, might feel frustrating. It might feel pointless, but underneath it is the truth of your life, especially if you have any discomfort One of the things that is a mantra is like the quality of our relationships is the quality of our life. So there, I'm sure there may be something in some of our relationships that we can journal about and get underneath. Um, Do you try and stay, here's another question. Do you try and stay positive or see it as a place to unload (laughs) all the less negative? Mm. Hold on. Do you try and stay positive or see it as a place to unload all of the less than positive thoughts? I worry about wallowing and consequences of negative energy. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that it's both. You have to be real about what's happening in your life. And if you notice that you're wallowing, which would be going on and on and on and on for days about stuff that you don't have control over or negative things or another person, like here's another area. What is wallowing mean to you? What does your wallowing look like? Um, I don't think journaling is a place to bullshit. So I don't think it's a place to just write, I'm, I am like, I'm happy and people like me, like the Stuart Smalley kind of stuff. Like, I don't think that it's that kind of thing. Um, but I do think it's a place to be real. And so if something feels hard, if something feels like it's got tension, it's not that it's negative. It's just information for your life. Um, so positive thinking and positive thoughts are great. Um, and at the same time, let's move our positive energy into our actual relationships and our actual life. 
Um, if you want to journal and answer, if you want to journal to answer a question for yourself, what method do you use? Personally, I just use intuition. I just ask the question. I drop my chin. I drop my head. I drop my eyes. I put my hands on my heart. I breathe into my heart and I just listen. So the method for answering a question for me is listening. Dear highest self, dear wisest self, dear inner voice, dear beautiful pleasance, dear soul, um, those all work really well for me. I also spend a lot of time having a conversation with my future self, the 80-year-old self, the 60-year-old self, and I have a lot of conversations in my journal with my 10-year-old self and my 5-year-old self. So I really use both of those to ask questions because uh, when I ask my elder self, like, should you, like an example would be like, um, take this job or teach this class or do this thing. Um, the, the elder self usually is telling me to do less <laughs> as I've been listening to her. She usually tells me to do less and enjoy my relationships and my life more. And my younger self is so excited about my life. Like she loves the woman that I've turned into. She is so proud of me and so excited for me. So use that as you want to answer the questions for your life. Next question. Do you use prompts or freeform? Um, Both. And this person says, I generally freeform, but then often find I have less to say. That's okay. You don't need to push it or you don't need to have more. In Morning Pages, which is Julia Cameron's basic work, she's the uh, founder of The Artist's Way and Morning Pages, um, a prolific writer and teacher. She um, says do three pages every morning for Morning Pages. I find that some seasons that works really well and I love that and some seasons I don't. So, you know, I say I'm following my own alignment, intuition, and inspired action in my personal life. And so that means if I'm done saying something, I'm done. And then uh, I move on to another practice or into my day. Prompts that you enjoy. I already shared that. Do you keep one journal at a time or have seven, several going at once? I told already kind of at the beginning, again, I mix it up. Some seasons... Uh, When I was learning to follow the moons, I had a moon journal and I was tracking it every month, new moon, full moon, new moon, full moon. I had it recorded in my phone. I was tracking it and paying attention. But now I did that for two years. I don't need to do that anymore. I naturally can feel the rise and the fall, the rise and the fall. So I don't have that moon journal in my purse anymore. Same with money. When I was really growing my business, I wanted to pay attention to where my money was going. So I had an abundance journal that was keeping all of these notes around in and out money, and that was in my purse. Now I'm in such a good habit of that, I keep it next to my office desk and I take down notes there. Um, What do I do with my journals once they're complete? Um, I have boxes of them. Uh, That's what I do with them. How often do you reread? I already said that, 90, about every 90 days. Is it ever not productive to go back and reread? Uh, I don't know. I feel like my life is my own self-awareness and self-study, and that's important for me to break bad habits. So for me, um, I, I've, I've gone back to some trauma stuff this past year, and that's been really helpful um, from my past, uh, past journals. Um, 
it's painful and I cry, but it's really helpful to move forward. Um, do you worry about others reading them one day? No, I'm not because I don't have secrets from others. And if I have something painful, I try to then use it as a courageous conversation. Um, do you write mantras over and over? Sometimes see it as helpful. I think lots of law of attraction people see it as helpful. I would say try it and see how it feels. Try it and see how it feels. Um, that's going to be my answer for pretty much everything. I want you guys to go do some of this awesome stuff and then let me know how it feels. Try it on. I can't wait to hear from you about this because I love journaling in so many ways. Um, I'd like to do a whole episode on scripting. If you're interested in it, let me know. But scripting is basically just putting yourself into the future. In fact, if any of you guys are listening and you already script, will you send me a note? Cause I'd love for us to have a conversation about it on the podcast. Um, hopefully this is enough to get you started enough to motivate you. The good news is you're not going to do the journaling wrong. You're not going to mess it up. It's your life. It's your practice. It's your words. It's your stories. And the more that you get in touch with the essence of your highest self, oh man, there is nothing better. That's where your strength, your empowerment, your embodiment comes. So I wish you the best of luck with all these practices and I can't wait to hear how they go. Bye.